Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to our continued E3 coverage for 2017. It's still 2017. I'm very tired. It's nearly midnight and we've just finished watching the Microsoft Xbox E3 presentation for this year and yeah, it was an interesting one. So we're going to we're going to quickly bang through some of the uh, the highlights of the show. I'm hosting this time around. I'm Andrew Brooker, and joining me is, I am assuming, an equally as tired John Miller. I wouldn't say I'm equally as tired, but then again, I've just necked a pint of coffee. Jesus. Yes, I've got a nice fresh one sitting next to me. I I fear I'm going to regret it, because I'm hoping that I'm going to do this and edit it and upload it nice and quick and go to bed, because I've got to be up in four hours for Bethesda. (laughs) At five, at this exact point, technically. No, no, it so, starts in five hours. I need to be up yeah. before that. No, you can just roll out of bed and just flick it on straight away. Oh, God, It's no. Bethesda. You don't need to pay attention. I do. I want, I'm looking forward to Bethesda. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> the one who has to make all the fucking notes just so that we have something to talk about. <laughs> I have gotten away really lucky with the Microsoft one because while there was lots and lots and lots of games shown, I think most of this uh, mini-podcast is going to be talking about the Xbox Project Scorpio reveal thing, so... Terracox. Mm. So let's get right into it. Uh, what do you think of the show overall, mate, before we get into talking about the X- the machine? The show overall, I I was impressed by certain things, obviously, and I was disappointed by other things, but you can't fault them for trying to please the broad audience, and you know, rather than just going, we're going to get our dicks out and you know show off all of the Gears of War stuff that everyone wants yeah. and we will just ignore all the people who actually like playing artist games fair enough yeah I think I kind of sit in the same in the same boat as you I didn't hate any of it some of it I think went on a bit long uh, but you know we the, the thing we knew the show was going to be about the thing that we all wanted it to be about was Project Scorpio was they've they've renamed it the uh, Xbox One X. Yes. What do we think to the name Xbox One X? Well, I was, I, I'm pretty sure in a previous episode we teased the idea it was going to be an Xbox One X, and we both laughed at the fact that that was that we'd even considered it a possibility. Yeah. I have <sighs> time to think on it though, and I think I actually, it might not be the best name in the world, but I think it does a couple of really good things. Uh, the first one is. It makes you realise, well, maybe not us, but people that might go and buy one a little later on, 
it makes it very obvious that it's part of the Xbox One family. Yeah. So if you call it Project Scorpio or Xbox Scorpio, someone's going, oh, do my Xbox One games play on it? True. Whereas you sell a, what is essentially an upgraded Xbox One, it's called an Xbox One. It's going to play Xbox One games. That works for me. And, you know, it, it, it avoids a lot of the pitfalls that the Wii U had. Yeah. Or actually well, does the reverse of what the Wii U did. Yeah, because pe- Wii U games... Well, Wii games don't work on Wii U. No. Which was a big mistake on their behalf by calling it that. But any, it's it's a smart plan to call it the One X, obviously. Um, yeah. But also, but, uh, X, where the, the Xbox One is called the X-Bone, the abbreviation for this one now is now Xbox. Yep. Because <laughs> that's not going to confuse matters at all. Uh, uh, let's let's be fair. It's a big X, a little B, a big O, and then a big X again, as opposed to just a, well, just the word Xbox. <laughs> so there's only there's it's just the the lowercase B that you need to you know be looking out for now. Yeah. So we got a got a release date, November seventh. Yeah. Worldwide, November seventh as well. So we can all be pre-ordering it. I guarantee you, we can pre-order it somewhere right now. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah, when I go go to work on Wednesday, I'll be booking some time off work. Sadly, I won't be able to do that. True. But it will probably not stop me from buying it on day one. Uh, yeah. Although November 7th is a Tuesday. Well, yeah. That, that would make sense because there's going to be launch games coming for it as well and games release on Tuesdays or Fridays. Yeah, true. But... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the machine. That uh, we haven't obviously we haven't seen the machine up close. Just seen a bunch of pictures of it so far. But well, they said the smallest Xbox ever. Yep. And assuming that everything in those pictures is to scale, it does look quite small. Yeah. It, it's about as thick as uh, a laying down Xbox One controller, and about twice as wide as an Xbox controller, give or take. Yeah. Looks good. It looks like they saw the problem with the supersized Betamax that was the Xbox One. Yeah. The Xbox One S was, what, 35% smaller? Something like that, yeah. And so therefore, this being smaller. I believe the Xbox One S was smaller than the 360. Okay. And the original Xbox was actually a pretty chunky motherfucker in the first place. Yeah. So this one being the smallest ever, um, what are we thinking? Another 20% decrease on the Xbox One S size? Yeah, ish. I'm hoping, you know, sometime over this week we'll get some, you know, some real life. We'll see somebody actually holding it. Because dimensions don't mean fuck all to me either. I need to see someone, you know, pick it up and go, it's about this big. No, what you need is the dimensions and then you need to paper mache yourself. I'm not that bothered about the dimensions of the Xbox. And then you have to try and fit it in your cabinet to go, you know what, yeah, I could fit it here. Yeah. Well, it's the smallest one, yeah, so it will definitely fit where my current uh, Elite is because that will be being traded in for the one because obviously we've got a, a price for it as well. Yeah. It's uh, $499. And I think I just saw on my Twitter, I think it was just confirmed that £449. Oh, okay. So in the UK. Saves you 50 quid from what I was expecting. Yeah. So, you know. 
I'm just I literally as as we talk I'm double checking the source on it. But yes, there's four hundred and forty nine pounds in the UK. So yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. There's £150 per X in the name. Well, there are worst ways to spend money on, <laughs> on three Xs, I guess. So, ah. Uh, yeah, so uh, will you be picking one up day one? Yeah, I'm probably going to walk into my local video game emporium to uh, trade in the old Xbox One that I've got. Yeah. Um, with my Kinect. Probably, set, probably save me maybe... 45 pence on new console yeah uh, I'll stick in a load of games and then it's just whatever money I can save up yeah. I also need to buy myself a 4k TV or two well you know this is the other thing of course <clears throat> it is going to be you know full 4k HDR insanity it's going to need an upgrade to pretty much all of my kit which I don't yeah. mind I've kind of been putting putting off upgrading my kit until a prices drop a bit, and B I've got a real reason, and I don't have a PS4 Pro because I didn't think I needed one. Uh, I will be picking up a, a One X on release, so sometime probably yeah. over the summer I'll have to upgrade all of my television and things. It's going to be a expensive end of the year. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Especially uh, with the number of games that look like they're going to be coming out towards the end of the year. Yeah, well, this is one of the yeah you because know, obviously we want to talk about some of the games we've seen. We, you know, try and keep the time down so we can't talk about every single game we saw. What did what did Mr. Spencer say? Forty-two new games, twenty-two exclusives. Twenty-two exclusives. But there are a couple of big ones for me. Uh, the, probably the biggest one and the biggest surprise that wasn't really a surprise was Crackdown 3 will be a launch title for the Xbox One X. Yeah. Considering Crackdown 3 was announced with the original Xbox One, was it yeah. not? Yes. Well, it was teased was that... with the original Xbox yeah. One. It was, it was teased with the original Xbox One. So people were kind of thinking, oh, it's going to be a launch window title on Xbox One. Yeah. And we're now almost an entire generation later on. Mm-hmm. 4K better with Xbox One X. Yeah. Or rather best with Xbox One X. Yeah. And we've got Terry Crews the the video game. I'm okay with Terry Crews the video game. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of Terry Crews. He let's, could sell me sand. Let's be honest, we've all seen The Expendables, which is basically Terry Crews the video game, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, you know, Terry Crews' video game I'm definitely okay with. But yeah, Crackdown looks fun. I am a little bit... There seem to be an awful lot of explosions in that little trailery, gameplay-y thing that they showed with not an awful lot of destruction. Yeah. So I think they may have... Uh, and no one mentioned, you know, with the power of the cloud. No, you're right. No one really mentioned any kind of destructibles. They just they did use explosions. However, Terry Crews did say, why drop a bomb when you can drop a building? Yes. So, there there could be something in the future. Yeah. But, you know, you can't judge too much, I suppose. But I do kind of sit in that camp of, if you're going to show off all this shiny awesomeness, show off all of the shiny awesomeness. Yes. You know, don't, don't give me an excuse to question what it is you're doing, which is what you've done by not showing me stuff you previously showed me with Crackdown. But, you know, that's that's... I suppose that's to come. We'll see in a few months but yeah that's that's a release title for 
the Xbox One X. Uh, there were a couple of other games that really piqued my interest, but did you want to go for a couple of games that you liked to look off there, mate? Anything, so, that, anything that grabbed you? <laughs> anything that grabbed me? Um, I don't know, it was just... There were so many games right from the start that, was, that just seemed obvious. I mean, State of Decay 2 looked and like it could probably run on Xbox 360, let's be honest. Yeah. But the idea of uh, the the State of Decay being the open-world zombie game that it is, co-op, whatever you fancy with it, you know... Yeah, it's DayZ. Yeah. It's... It could... The fact that it doesn't look particularly amazing makes it seem like it's going to be a wasted title but then again it's it's a huge open world game so it needs that power just to make that huge environment yep so we've got that and then probably going to have to move on to uh, Sea of Thieves which is an absolute purchase day one for me second that game gets released I'm buying it okay it's just I've got a huge love affair of pirates yeah I watched Black Sails, for God's sake. <laughs> Fair but enough. It's just the, the announcer chap, or uh, the narrator, rather, for, yeah. uh, for for Sea of Thieves, I was practically falling out of my chair laughing at half of what he said. Yeah, and no, it was a good it was a good bit of narration. I, did, I was giggling my way through that. I have played a little bit of Sea of Thieves, and I wasn't blown away, but I have been playing it for about a year, so... It's been in various stages of development while I've been playing it, so I don't suppose you can really compare. So I'm hoping it looks good when it, you know, eventually comes out. Um, and another choice title that came out of the uh, Idea Xbox sizzle reel, where they just showed off the other thirty titles they didn't talk about. Okay. Uh, and that was Brawlout, which is the uh, Smash Brothers game that's going multiplat where you play as various animals of the jungle. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That looks fun. Yeah. All right. I think there are a couple for me. I think the biggest bit of excitement for me, as much as we kind of knew it was coming, it's been kind of leaked previously, uh, but we're getting a new Metro game, which looks awesome. Yeah. And will look better on Scorpio. <laughs> but yeah, best on Scorpio. Yeah, uh, no, best on One X rather. Yeah, so new, new Metro game, Metro Exodus, it was called. Yeah, uh, which is cool. It gives me an excuse to go back and play the Metro games again. It does. They're just yeah. sat on my Xbox at the moment, waiting for me to play them. So I may as well get on and play. Biggest regret of never finishing those games is for me. I bought them dirt cheap on a sale about a year and a half ago. Yeah, maybe two years ago. I haven't played them yet, but they were so cheap that it didn't matter that I didn't play them. Just bought Redux just for the because it was there, and yeah. it was just a game that I really wanted to finish. But I can't. I don't for the life of me know why I never finished for them. But <laughs> yeah, new, releasing a new one's a good reason to go back. Yeah. Uh, the worst kept secret in video game history: uh, Assassin's Creed Origins <laughs> looks yeah. good. Still looks like Assassin's Creed was genuinely surprised to see it at the Microsoft conference and not held on to until Ubisoft because Ubisoft's less than 12 hours or less than 24 hours, sorry so I was surprised 
to you know to see that there. Uh, Ubisoft aren't known for their announcements of stuff. They're usually there to just show off things that they've already got planned. Yeah, but I kind of expected a bit more for Assassin's Creed, because obviously there's been no Assassin's Creed for two years now. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting them to make a bit of a big deal. Guess not. But yeah, what else did I say? I said Crackdown, didn't I, which looks interesting. Uh, nah, nah. Big stuff? No, I can't think of anything else that really blew me away. Into Anthem interests me. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit about that yesterday, didn't we? Because we just we just got a teaser trailer yesterday from EA Play, so we actually got a little bit of gameplay. I would kill for somebody to just make the decision that you're not allowed to script multiplayer gaming anymore. <laughs> because yeah, for fuck's sake, it it did feel like every other year when Ubisoft do it for their Tom Clancy game. And you mean you weren't expecting someone to shout Tango down? Oh, fucking... It just, it winds me up. And it detracts from the game, because anybody that's sitting watching this thing knows full well that no one fucking talks like that when they're playing the game. No, they, if there was people actually playing Anthem, right, what you would have got would you have got one person drop in with that fucking tank with the mortar, yep. and the other person would have gone... Well, that's a big gun you got there. And then the other one would have repli- replied with, that's what she said. That's what your mum said. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what would have happened, and then everyone would have laughed, and that was it. Yeah. Didn't need to go on to all of the shit that they did. You, no. j- you can't script natural dialogue. It doesn't work. No. No. It, it just it, it felt... Well, it was. It was forced. But the gameplay itself looked fun-ish. It, it does interest me. Um, if it's more Destiny than anything else, I'd probably have to think twice. But only because, you know, same as Destiny, a multiplayer-focused game or, you know, co-op-focused game isn't something I can get behind when I can barely organise myself, let alone my friends. <laughs> uh, but it looks it looks very nice. What else do we have? Oh, back backwards compatibility will be extended. Yes. To play OG Xbox games. Yes. Which I I'm not one hundred percent sure I see the point. I mean I don't know about you, mate, but I don't particularly want to play Bad Boys Miami Takedown I, on Xbox One. I don't see the point either. I mean they openly said when they announced Xbox three sixty back compat that they they actually said the line of we could extend it to OG Xbox because it's just a a code change. Yeah. It's literally a, a flick of a switch, but that they didn't see the point themselves. No. So clearly, some one bloke out there has just said, "Are you doing OG Xbox back compat?" And then he just kept saying it to them every single day, and then eventually they went, "You know what? Let's shut this guy up." Yep. It's just, I don't know why, because all of the games that are available on OG Xbox have had their server shut down. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I'll ever, I mean, I barely play the 360 backwards compatible games. I definitely won't play a single uh, OG Xbox one. I would have preferred, honestly, I would have preferred them to say, and I know so many people cry for this every time someone mentions 
backwards compatibility on Facebook or something, but I just I would have wanted them to say, oh yeah, and Modern Warfare two and three are backwards compatible now. Yeah, that would have been something that made me smile. That would have been that would have pleased me greatly. But the ability to play, you know, Fight Club the game, <laughs> not quite so much. I, um, there's one original Xbox game I wouldn't mind a back compat version of. Go on, him. Burnout Three. Okay. Because that was on OG Xbox, but was never on 360. Yeah. Whereas uh, Revenge was. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, what else have we had? Oh, we had a new new Ori game. Yep. Which is cool, because yes. Ori in the Blind Forest is a very cool game. Never played it. Sorry. Uh, new Life is Strange. Yes. Which we already knew about. They announced it the other day. Uh, but this one's going to be a prequel. So, yeah. Interested. Can't talk much about it with you, because you haven't played the original yet. No. Uh, I'll play it soon. I promise. I know you will. But yeah, it looks. It does look good, and I'm. I'm. I'm curious. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're doing it that way, so we get to stay in that same kind of world, that same area. You know, with characters that we might kind of know. That would be cool. Okay. Uh, lots of 4K stuff. 4K everywhere. And lots of will look better on. Oh, they got they done player players unknown battlegrounds. Yeah, which looks I, fucking awesome. I don't know what that is. I've been talking about it with lads at work for ages because obviously it's, it's I think it's on early access at the moment. Uh, and it looks just so much fun. It's basically massive battle royale. Okay. It looks absolutely hilarious. It looks like it'll be a shit ton of fun, and I think yeah, that'll tie up. A good portion of uh, the streaming market sticking out on Xbox One, so yeah, very, very, very happy with that. But yeah, I mean, I've got I've got tons and tons of notes. Literally, I've got a page and a half of notes that's just stuff about the Xbox One X, which is not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talking about numbers for no reason. Yeah, frame rate count was gone by the looks of it, which I was quite happy with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got you know the basics. Got Forza Seven, and like you said the other day, with its dynamic weather. Yep. And then, for reasons best known to themselves, they announced a new Porsche on the Xbox stage. Yep. And I don't want to anger any petrol heads that might actually listen to this, but they they showed off the new Porsche 911 GT2 RS. Yep. You know what? It just looks like a Porsche. It does look like a Porsche. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Underst- I don't understand why they how why they had to announce a car to the world at E3 just because it's in a video game, and rather than actually going, you know what, we've got a car in this game. <laughs> I do not understand. I do, I don't get it. And the stupid thing is, right? I really like the look of that new Xbox. It looks like it looks really cool. And I'm really excited for it, but all this marketing bullshit that surrounds it just bugs the hell out of me. I quite like that it apparently it currently looks matte black. Yes, that would be nice if it stays that way. It would really be nice if it stays that way. Although I'm like not, not really a fan of the whole the top part is 
one size and the bottom part is a little bit smaller. No. Kind of looks um, weird. It looks upside down. It looks like an old time house. <laughs> it's a Tudor house. <laughs> but yeah, all of our all of our current accessories will work on it. Yep. Which is good. Don't need to get myself and don't need to buy a new Elite controller. Although I should probably buy a new Elite controller. You'd think, hope that the controller that comes with the One uh, X was an Elite controller, or at least is a new one of the new uh, a new shape. Well, uh, no. New controller. It will be the same as the one that came out with the One S, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe refined in some way. Yeah. Put the 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 weird grip that's on the the Elite controller on the back. Yeah. Because it feels nice and comfortable in my hands. I actually held a, a classic controller the other day, and it just felt weird. Yeah. I keep throwing mine because it's too light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, wrapping up, I suppose. For oh, 4K, we're gonna get free 4K upgrades for things like Gears 4, Forza, Horizon 3. You mean? Yeah. Uh, was it Horizon 3? Yeah, it was Forza Horizon 3. Okay. And Gears 4 and Halo Wars 2 and Minecraft and there was something yep. else. I forget. It was. I think it was just the list of games that are HDR compatible currently yeah. on uh, the One S. And then some uh, third-party de- uh, developers are going to be doing, you know, 4K upgrades. I yeah. imagine again it'll be the ones that already have have HDR compatible um, graphics. So Mass Effect Andromeda, for instance, has HDR graphics for the Xbox One S. Okay. And has I believe the PS4 Pro has the 4K upscale as well. So Yeah, it does. Mm. So it makes sense for them to go 4K on the on the uh, Xbox One X. So before we kind of wrap it up because we're getting towards the time where we need to be wrapping up a little bit. Let me play devil's advocate for a second. Why do I need to buy an Xbox One X? Um because you a- Apart from being one of those dickheads who's always an <laughs> early adopter. Yeah. I can't actually see a reason for, to buy this. And more importantly, if you're a PC gamer, there's definitely no reason to move over to this machine. No. No, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the the PC gamers don't need to move over. But they did say one one thing, which was that you don't need to have a 4K TV for it to be... Because all it it's just going to make everything smoother. Yeah. So, in fact, probably running a 1080p is probably going to make the all of the games that are coming out in the future, the ones that are going to have that not those nasty bits of frame rate lag, yeah. even in the single player, because it's just so goddamn system heavy. Yeah. So I imagine there's going to be times in Forza 7 when you're going to be driving along and then all of a sudden your car's just going to go a bit stuttery because it's got a lightning storm Yeah. or something. So the One X is probably going to run nicely and... You know, improved graphics on 1080p, so pushing out you know 1080p at 60 fps, yeah. pretty much guaranteed all the time, versus you know 28 frames per second or 30 frames per second yeah. at 1080i, whatever the current Xbox puts out. Fair enough. Okay, I mean I'll, I'll probably still buy one anyway, even though it's currently twice the price of an Xbox One S. But yeah, yeah. it will. I wouldn't be sad if I couldn't afford it 
on day one and had to wait to the other side of Christmas to pick one up because you know nothing is going to change that dramatically for me when I upgrade to it I don't think well it being available worldwide November the 7th he did say that it's that it's going to be distributed for them which means essentially if you're not an early adopter or a pre-orderer you're probably not going to get one for the first month and a half that's fine so if you if you if you don't pick it up on the first day it's available you're probably going to be waiting till after christmas to pick one up that's fine which i i'm kind of okay with. i really i i definitely want one oh yeah 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 i definitely want one i just need to figure out a way to justify it to myself and I the... definitely want one, but I probably won't buy one unless I have a 4K TV to plug it into. Exactly. And for me, that's, you know, a couple of thousand pound investment because I don't want to yeah. dick around and buy something cheap or want to dick around and buy something massive. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'll probably end up getting one of the uh, Philips Ambilights. Is it okay. Philips that do the Ambilight ones? I, th- I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Just because I like the idea of the... Well, essentially, what was Illumi Room that Microsoft announced? Yeah, you know, about twenty years ago. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, all in all, not a bad show. I wasn't blown away. I'm, you know, we're two shows in now, and I'm still feeling very near about this E3. No Hololens. No. All. No Hololens. No Oculus, which a lot of people thought was going to make an appearance. Yeah. Might like, I'm guessing that they just wanted to focus entirely on the uh, the One X, and they didn't really want to, you know, dilute the show down a bit. No. But it the ball's entirely in Sony's court because let's be honest, when the One, well, when the Xbox One was announced in the first place, and Sony got a chance to really stick it to Microsoft, they did. Yeah. Well, the only thing I'm looking for out of Sony now, actually, if I wanted something new. I want them to tell me that I can play all my backwards compatible games without having a fucking subscription for it. Nah, that won't happen. Well, that's the only thing that I don't. I don't want to rule. I don't want to write Sony off, but I don't think they've got anything they can show this year that can blow me away after all the good shit they showed last year. Yeah. But that's for Tuesday, I suppose. But we shall see. We shall see. Anyways, we're gonna wrap this up because in four and a half hours the next show starts <laughs> yep so in three and a half hours we'll be waking up to watch said show yeah come join us again in a few hours where we will be live tweeting in a bit and then a follow up podcast for the Bethesda E3 conference and hopefully we get something to get us a bit more enthused because not so far Hell, it won't be getting me enthused. I know that much. Well, you might as well just stay in bed. It's it's entirely true, but I wouldn't want to put you through all of this on your own. <laughs> so yeah, uh, back in a few hours. Uh, follow us at Character Unlock on Twitter for all of the live tweetings and things that we are going to be doing over the next few days. And we'll be back in a bit. Character Unlock was presented by Andrew Brooker and John Miller, with music provided with permission from Miracle of Sound from the track A Dog's Life. 
character Unlock is recorded for failed critics and is a part of the failed media network of podcasts, along with Field and Mullinger's Underground Nights and the Failed Critics Film Podcast. And you can check us out at failedcritics.com or find us on Twitter at Character Unlock. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.